Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. I love the intro of that song. Like, it always makes me want to feel like I'm about to go work out. I just love that song. And yes, it is a good workout song. So that's 116 Click and Man Up. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Welcome. If you did not guess by now, our topic is manning up. What does it mean to be a man? Mm, so last... not, not just a man, a biblical man. Is there any other type? Per the world standards, no, but what we're talking about. I mean, per the world <laughs> world standards, yes. But um, not for what we're talking about. So last week we discussed uh, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. and That seemed to be a pretty hot topic. I, I, I got a lot of feedback from that. It, it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decided, well, since we did toxic masculinity mm-hmm. we need to go ahead and do what is a biblical man what what is man what like what does it mean to be a man oh sorry about that <laughs> that wasn't even the soundboard nope um so if and i don't even know how i want to word it cautiously and carefully nope oh okay we will be dealing with like certain stereotypes and things like that on this episode. Okay. Um, if if we say something you disagree with, say something. Yeah, hit us up. You can find us at Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, you can email Josh at sent church. Like, Twitter. 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 Um, but you know, hit us up and and join that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, let us know. Um, so that being said. Let's jump into it. And for starters, Mm -hmm. manhood is not simply biology. Correct. Okay. I have an 11-year-old son. No one is going to look at JT and be like, that's a man. No. So just because he is male, it does not automatically equal being a man. And and I don't think anyone out there would necessarily disagree Disagree with with that. that, right? I go, sure, he's a little kid. Because of his age, not necessarily because of anything else. They would just go, oh, you're under 18, so you're a child. You're not a man yet. Right, and I love, I love hearing, like, whether it's the kids at school or, or, you know, whoever, especially once they get around 17, I'm I'm about to be a man. No, you're about to be able to go to big boy jail. Right. Like, that's the difference. And Josh has actually told our children that when you're 18, you're not really an adult. You just go to big boy, big girl jail. Yep. That or you can buy tobacco and lotto. Right. And vote. Really just trying to hone in on it takes so much more to be an adult than your age. Absolutely. Because you can be a boy till the day you lay in your grave. Thank and, you, Andy, Andy Minio. And it's from the song Man <laughs> Up. Yeah, All I right. do like that song. As much as I wish... That I could say I came up with that. He did not. I didn't. Um, 
But being a man, or or better yet, what I what what I should say is, the qualities that come with being a man mm-hmm. are more complicated than simply. Here's a list. Right. Did you check off everything on the list? Right. It's complicated. It's demanding. It's hard work. And um, being a real man, I, in my opinion, you you should go to bed tired. You should go to bed tired and exhausted. If you're a husband and a father, you should not just be... Who said that? Who was it? Was it... Matt Chandler. It was Matt Chandler. Yeah, he did that. You should not be going to bed comfortable. And really, and I'm trying to hold back because this is a topic. <laughs> it's a hot topic for you. Yes, yes. Josh um, gets really frustrated when he sees males behaving like idiots and then calling themselves a man. Because I I know um, as his wife, and when he was a police officer, he'd come home from some calls. And um, it, it was rough sometimes. Some of the things you walked into and saw and... You know, situations where um, where men, boys, males took their positioning and went a little far with it. And I'm going to be honest. Um, I really don't know how much you want me to divulge from that. So <laughs> Don't go into specifics. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest. Like, it, it is one of those topics that, like, I go, everywhere you look, you see this breakdown of the family unit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, men, if you're listening right now, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. And and you can hit me up with all the, oh, but you don't understand. I don't need to understand. It's your fault. Like, it is your fault. The family is falling apart. And because the family is falling apart and and little boys are watching other little boys raise them, they're turning out to be little boys and you're talking about from the positioning of a man failing you're not talking about like if a woman steps out or does something are you because as a female i i i have my own views on what biblical womanhood looks like so sure sure. i i can uh, i control you no no and if you step out does that mean that's it like we're done i'm not saying that i'm not saying that so i mean no I'm, i'm saying men you're failing the reason the divorce rate is over 50% is because men, you're failing. Not just 50% in general in the church as much as it is out of the church. And I think people don't realize that. So before I like go on a rant that's just going to get people mad and they're not going to listen anymore. <laughs> not you. <laughs> what are some qualities you think it takes to make a man? Like what makes a man a man and my, not a little boy? In my opinion? Yep. Showing patience, restraint, um, being kind, gentle, leading with leading with the future in mind without, you know, looking not just at right now, but going where, what are my actions, what are my words going to do to the people around me? How is it going to impact my children? How will it impact my wife? How will it impact our family on a whole um, I think very little to do with what the world would say a man looks like. Well, what are some th- what are some things that the world would say a man looks like? Um, your paycheck defines you. If you make enough money and 
You know, that saying, I, and I hate the saying, happy wife, happy life. Um, and I, I know of women and men who one or both, um, I mean, they kill themselves. They are working and working and just getting that almighty dollar. Um, and it doesn't matter if they spend quality time with their kids. It doesn't matter if they're instilling good morals and values. Hey, daddy makes a great big paycheck so we can go on vacation three times a year. We can, um, have all the nicest, newest things. Um, never have to run to the sale rack. Um, nothing else matters. It's just a paycheck. Oh, absolutely. And, and just so people know, and I'm going to frame it like this. Um, I did a poll of all of my students. Well, all my high school students. Okay. And I, I'd asked them the same things and I went through and I went, Hey, name qualities that make a man a man. Like what separates a little boy from a man? Mm -hmm. And, and they said basically the same things you were saying, you know, the ability to lead, the ability to, Mm -hmm. you know, make money, the ability to provide the, you know, all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to knock any of those things. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yes. Those are good qualities. But there's a lot of little boys that go make really good money right? that are not men. They're not loving their wives properly. They're not uh, leading and loving their children. They're not there for them. No, they're little boys that right. wear suits and can shave. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that, who they are. That make a really good paycheck. And, and they sit there and they go, I am a man because I can provide for my family. Right. Bro, there's so much more to providing for your family than, a than simply look how much money I bring in. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not there, you're not providing. And I think you and I grew up in, at the tail end, maybe, of dad just goes to work all day, every day, and, and then, you know, mom stays home and just takes care of the kids. I mean, I know for generations past, that's what made a man. And and this is the problem with trying to define manhood, because... You could have all of these qualities. You could be a great provider. Right. And and still not be a man. Right. Like you could be strong, you can, you know, be fearsome, you could be a great protector, right. a great provider, but if if you're not standing up for what is right simply because it's what's right. Right. You ain't a man. Like point blank. And I sit here and I go it doesn't mean, even if you have all these qualities, and, and, and again, I, the world we live in, like, they want a definition. They want a checklist. They want, like, the reason why, even if you look at the fruits of the Spirit, mm-hmm. like, the reason why we don't see checklists in the Bible is because God knows that if we had checklists, we would just sit here and go, okay, check, 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 dun, check, dun, check, dun, check dun, done. Dun, right. And we wouldn't do any more than what was on the checklist. Right. You know, I think a real man... um, is selfless, not selfish. I think it's easy to be selfish just in the day and age we live in, in the me society, all about me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we see kids like that every day, you know? Well, I know the biggest quality, and, and you even hit on this, the biggest quality I saw, like from everybody I talked to, from all these, you know, polls, and is a man is a leader. Mm-hmm. But not just any type of leader. They're a humble leader. Right. You know, there's a difference between a leader and a dictator. Like Jesus. Jesus was humble. We're going to get there. I can go although, there now. <laughs> although both individuals, a, a leader mm-hmm. and a dictator, both lead people. Correct. A dictator leads through fear and intimidation and 
in threats of violence. Right, putting the hammer down. A leader leads by example. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, for instance, I am much stronger than you. Right. I've had a lot more martial arts training than you, a lot more... I've had no martial arts <laughs> training, so yes. A lot more defensive tactic training, like... I've had none. In a fight... Correct. It ain't going to be much. So, if I were to sit here and go, if I'm going to use my size, and I'm going to use my training, and I'm going to get you to be submissive to me... Right, you're going to be a bully. I'm still getting you to do, I'm still leading... Right. But... I don't think there's a person on this planet mm-hmm. that would be like, that's a man. Why? Because you beat up a woman? Like, you think that would make you a man? Right. And, and to sit here, and I know, I know, I know, again, I'm sitting here going, that's a dictator. And right. a dictator is not a leader. No. You know? Again, a leader leads by example. And how, right. how can I lead my household by example? By following Jesus. By doing, right? Well, I, well, and I mean, followership, if you're a good leader, you know who to follow. And if you're a biblical man, uh, in my opinion, you're following Jesus. Oh, absolutely. And his example and what and he I'm, did. And I'm telling you guys just what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11. Hmm. You know, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Right. And really, in all honesty, the biggest definition of manhood... Like, if we had to pin it down to one definition, it would be a man is a male who consistently shows sacrificial love. Right. Now, understand a couple of things. If you follow us on Facebook, you see this hashtag, love is a verb, Mm -hmm. all the time. That's because if we read through 1 Corinthians 13, which is like the love chapter in the Bible. Right. Everything in there is a verb. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does. It does something. Love is something. It is not a warm feeling I feel. Mm -hmm. That is infatuation. Right. So when I look at my wife and I go, ooh, she's hot. That is not love. That is infatuation. Right. That is my desire to look at my wife and go, Yep, that's mine. Love is when it's 10.30 at night and I'm trying to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I Debbie say, looks oh at me. oh my gosh, the chicken got left out. I'm getting up to go put that chicken away. Yep. That's love. Now, for some of you out there, you're like, that's not a big deal. That's a huge deal for me because I am a routine-driven person. Mm-hmm. And when I am in bed, that's, that's it. it. Like, lights out. Yep. So, a man is... A male who consistently shows the quality of sacrificial love. In Mm -hmm. other words, what that means is when I look at the life of Jesus, I see what it means to be a man on display from the time Jesus is born Mm -hmm. till the time he goes to the cross till the time he rises till the time he even ascends back up into heaven. What we see is what we see in Matthew 20. Even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Right. To give his life. Right. As a ransom. And again, looking at love, greater love has no man than to... Lay down his life. And I think biblical manhood... And um, Hold on real quick. Yeah. And God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Jesus died for, for us. us. Right. I think um, if you're a, a biblical man... 
um, you're usually the odd guy out. I think if you're, if you're like surrounded by your typical, um, you know, I say worldly men, um, you're the weird guy stopping to check in and call your wife to see how she's doing or... I'm going to stop by the store and grab something on the way home for whatever and like see, stuff like that. And and I think like, this is where the world gets it twisted. Like the world sits here and goes, you're only a man if you're stronger than everybody else that's around you. Right. Okay. You think being meek is weak? Try being meek for a week. Andy Minio all day on this podcast. Yep. But really try being meek. Try putting others above you. Like try really laying down your life. Like understand this, like, Jesus definitely had the authority and the power to be a dictator. Right. To lead in any way he wanted to lead. But instead, what we see is, like we see in Philippians, even though he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, Mm -hmm. he humbled himself to the point of even death on a cross. Right. Okay, being humble, let me, let me, like, get this out there. Being humble is not a weakness. No, putting it's hard. other putting other people above your own desires mm-hmm. is not a weakness. Like doing for your wife, like a honey do list. I hear so many guys that complain, "Oh, I got this honey do list." Yeah, and when you get done, go. Is there anything else you need, baby? Right. That's being sacrificial. That's loving. That's manhood. The difference between me and and my son. And I'm not saying I do it perfect all the time. Like, please understand. Sure, you A do. lot of this, I am preaching to me. <laughs> but the difference between me and my son is JT ain't ever going, you know what? I didn't make this mess, but I'm going to clean it. Right. You know what, Daddy? I, I really don't want to mow the yard, but I'm going to go do it. And right. I'm going to do it joyfully, <laughs> and I'm going to re- Like, understand, even if you do a lot of things for others, if you're constantly, like, saying... Look what I did. Or mumbling about it. Even if you're not mumbling and your your heart is yucky about it and you're angry and you're frustrated, you're not, you don't get points for that. Like, you, you're not doing anything. You're just begrudgingly doing something that you really don't want to do. And even if you don't say anything about it, God still sees your heart. And that's what matters, the condition of your heart and what you're doing. Look at it this way, honestly. Hmm. A little boy takes. A right. man gives. Right. Like that, that's and really gives freely it, and sacrificially yes. and, you know, honors his family. And, you know, a lot of people you hear in churches a lot of times and, and I'm, maybe I'm bragging on Josh. That's okay. He doesn't know. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He's telling me not to brag on him. So I won't. Okay. Continue. Being a man is, is sitting here going like, if I really love my wife, I'm going to protect her. If I really love my children, I'm going to provide for them. If I really love my household, I mean, in in Timothy, Paul tells you, if you do not take care of your family, especially those in your household, you are worse than an unbeliever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like understand, like there are big ramifications with not being a man. And when I sit here and go, I'm the king of the castle and you guys serve me, then I'm a little boy who takes. I'm not a man who gives. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And if men started being men and little boys grew up to be men, how different would our lives or our families or our communities be? 
Right, and a real man doesn't belittle his wife, doesn't belittle his children, doesn't go out of his way to go, I'm right, look at me, I'm so smart. And understand, there there definitely has to be a biblical definition of manhood, mm-hmm. because in 1 Corinthians 16, Paul says that, act like men. Right. And Job, when God's talking to Job at the end of Job, he says, dress for action like a man. Man. Mm-hmm. In other words, man up. Put your excuses away. Put down the stupid TV remote. Mm-hmm. Put down, especially the video game controllers. You're in your 30s. It is not cool anymore. <laughs> I don't care how good you are at Rocket League. Right. You're, you're a grown individual. Why are you playing Fortnite with little kids? Mm. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I wouldn't even go on that route no, with it. but no. Anywho, keep going. <laughs> like, I sit here and I go, everything I am, I learned by watching my dad. Right. And when we had our first child and we found out it was a boy, I wow. knew everything he was going to be. He was going to follow He was going to learn you. by watching me. Right. Good and bad. Yeah. And I sit here and I go, being a man doesn't mean rough it up. Being a man doesn't mean, oh, you cut yourself, put some dirt on it. Right. Give me a steak and a beer. Like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. That's not being a man. Like, real men pray for their families. Real men love their families mm-hmm. sacrificially. They put their families above themselves, and sometimes all the they time. keep their opinions to themselves. Thank you. And I was gonna say, and they do it with with without. Yeah. Ooh, I almost cussed. Without complaining. <laughs> so glad you didn't. <laughs> I had to redo this whole thing. But I sit here and I go. Make no mistake, being a man is the hardest thing you will ever do. And if we look at Ephesians, yeah, Paul does say, wives, submit to your husband. Mm -hmm. And you should, ladies. You really should. And, yep, there's that one verse that he says that. There's a whole other podcast coming for that one. (laughs) By me. With me not on it. Nope. Um, And then right after that, there's like seven verses about... And husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. And what? Gave his life for her. Yep. It's not the natural bent of your heart to put others above yourself. No, it's completely unnatural. But that's what men do. Men give. Men go to bed tired. If you have energy, if you're laying there and you're like, man, I can't fall asleep. You did not work hard enough today. Right. Like, by the time you hit the bed, that's it. And and seriously, like, you know, hey, it's tax refund season. It's not a shock to anyone. <laughs> We've been fixing some stuff around the house now that we have some funds to fix some stuff around the house. Thank you, Uncle Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was talking to Debbie, and I had just got done, like, I had fixed the toilet, um, the pool. The light. The pool timer, the light. Like, like I had fixed a bunch of stuff, and I was talking to Debbie, and I was like. Mowed the lawn. With a lawnmower that works. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> and and I went, it feels good. Yep. That's being a man. It's sitting here going, yeah, I could have came home and I could have sat down on the couch and I could have watched the same episodes of Parks and Rec or Psych or The Office. And there's nothing wrong with that. That I've seen 18,000 times. Mm-hmm. And then when it was time for dinner, instead of letting Debbie pick, I could have went, nope, we're having beef. I regret my pick for dinner this evening. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Oh, boy. But that's not being a man. 
Right. And again, I, I really, I sit here and I go, there is no evidence that shows that when men are men, families do not flourish. Right. In fact, the exact opposite's true. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go through all the stats and everything. If you want them, hit me up. I'll, I'll be glad to send them over to you. You could post them up. And just but I'm running out of time. And, and I kind of want to get to a point where I can wrap this up. Because seriously, this podcast could go on for hours. It really could. And I sit here and I go, our problem in society is that men are not men. Yep. And like we're not even touching on you know the, the gender fluidity. The what? Gender fluidity. Okay. Like, we're not even even touching on that. What I am saying is if, if men stood up and went, hey, I want to know what it is. If you don't know what it is to be a man, find a man and be around the man. Right. Okay? Like. But not a male. That's the step. Not a male. Not a little boy with muscles and a mustache. A man. A man. Someone that loves his family. Mm-hmm. Someone that loves people. Someone that gives himself. Someone that is sacrificial. If you don't know what that looks like, find someone who does. If you don't know anyone like that, reach out to Josh. If he's not local and in your area, he will point you to somebody that yes, because in the are, area. Well, and you might have to give me a second because I know we have a lot of listeners like overseas now, and you may not understand this, but my um, my influence doesn't go over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, especially um, uh, oh, where is it? Uh, Munster. Munster. I forget where it's at. Where's that? I forget if it's Ireland, Scotland, something like that. I don't know anyone over there, though. So <laughs> so you're kind of on your own. Find a man. Sorry. <laughs> um, you got a couple of people in London listening. Um, Hello. <laughs> Cheerio. No. That's offensive, and Debbie apologizes. <coughs> Excuse me. Is that really offensive? Would you like it if someone was like... Oh, I, can, I can do a, an American accent. Like, would you like that? People do it to me all the time with Spanish. Hola. Hola, niños. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. I'm sorry if I offended someone by saying <laughs> Stop laughing. I apologize. But this week I challenge you. Do that. Stand firm in what you believe. Love sacrificially, give of yourself, and go to bed tired. Go to bed tired. All right. If you are a man, feel more than welcome to hit me up. If you think you're more manly than me, bring it on. Or or not bring it on. Just <laughs> Bring it off. Take it off. But anyway, <laughs> until next week, hit us up on Facebook. Don't forget to like and follow so you never miss out. Um, find us on Instagram, and we can't wait to talk to you again. Bye, guys. Love you. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.